0: Hi there, welcome back to Bold and Beautiful talk. <laughs> Sorry, I go ahead. let's do that again. Nope, we're getting better right. at it. They're going to hear Next our time. growth. I wanted to
1: get involved in the intro, so this is where we're at now. <laughs> at first I thought we were neither nor we were bold and beautiful, now we're neither nor bo- now bold. Now you're
0: taking that part? Okay, the podcast where Andrew and I talk about movies and that they're bold and beautiful fashion.
1: Since you're so, since you're
0: so interested in taking my intro, I want you to tell Hopefully, that us...
1: soap opera don't take us off the podcast because yeah, anyways, the bold <laughs> and <laughs> beautiful that show. Joke. Anyways, there's Where's no the punchline. <laughs> there's rarely a punchline with my jokes. just I just keep going until someone laughs out of self pity. But there you go. What movie are we speaking to pity? <laughs> all right, 1917, very war movie. This Vietnam. It's a very right?
0: war movie. Yeah, No it's Vietnam. No, Vietnam. <laughs>
1: I'm not really good at history.
0: It's, def- it's definitely World War One.
1: British First World War. There we go. Yeah. And, uh, what do you want to know now? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Give us some uh, war sound effect uh, intro into uh,
1: this podcast. Um, uh, bang, bang. let me do a little more than that. Boom. One more. Boom, boom.
0: Alright, so real quick, the synopsis of the movie um basically
1: was that a british accent
0: that wasn't it was oh, just okay. enthusiasm so basically sam Mendes is the director he's inspired to tell the story um he's
1: related to sean mendes <laughs> right
0: yeah. yeah Uh and so he was basically he listened into the war mo- war stories that his grandfather used to tell and this is one of those stories so basically two soldiers are sent in the british battalions um to go call off a of battle so that way, they avoid a huge massacre.
1: Yeah, because these soldier British soldiers or these soldiers are going into it, uh, a trap that the Germans planned for yep. them to go into, and it's going to kill sixteen hundred men. So they have to go, which will be devastating. That was crazy. They're like, "Oh yeah, you have to go save sixteen hundred men. Just us? Yeah, it's quicker that way. Wait. What? I don't know. I guess it's just how it happened. But...
0: I think. Well, because he knows that." The guy's Colin brother... Firth. Or, yeah, Colin Firth knows that one of the General, two guys' yeah. brothers is in the battalion, so there's going to be more so motivation get to get motivation, there. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. I don't know how factual it is. Yeah. <laughs> so what were your opinions before
1: thinking it? it? Uh, I had really high hopes for it, actually. Uh, I wanted to see it in Dolby, which I did. Um, and... Yeah, I really wanted to see it. Uh, I'm... I thought it would be better than Dunkirk. Dunkirk was a little much for me. It was a little bit too many. Did you like Dunkirk?
0: I love Dunkirk.
1: Oh, I thought it was okay. It's not uh, very rewatchable. It was. There was like a lot of. When I watched that in Dolby, it's like. Oh, so just okay. so you know, when you watch this, it's not like a ton of gunshots where you right. start freaking out. Like for me, I felt like I was getting PTSD just from.
0: Which one? Dunkirk?
1: Dunkirk, yeah. yeah. Or Shell Shock or whatever. I don't know. It was just. A, it was a really. PTSD. Wow, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I already have that. I don't know. Um,
0: <laughs> I forgot you were in war. Uh huh. So I forgot you were in war.
1: Yeah. The war. Of life. So my. Anyways, so what's it called? Uh, I was looking forward to it. I was hoping it was like wasn't like Dunkirk because Dunkirk was like a lot of battle, a lot of gunshots and things like that. Which I guess Saving Private Ryan has a lot of that too. But
0: well, a war it, movie wouldn't have a lot of that. Yeah. In
1: general. Uh... I don't know, just Dunkirk. I didn't really like it. So, with this one, oh my phone died. Here, okay, we're back. Um, Short commercial break. Yeah. Bird. Uh Then we put a sponsor in there. There we go. Um, when we get one. Yeah, I was looking forward to the movie. Um, <laughs> Third time it is did. That. It did meet my expectations. Um, the cinematography, the way it was shot. The acting, the journey, I like journey, I like coming of age, I like it's movies where they're trying to get there, either mentally or physically, so it wasn't coming What are well, you saying, it is or isn't? Oh, I mean, it's, it's not a coming day, age, but they become but like just...
0: He becomes like a man afterwards. Oh, no spoilers in this one, because it's out, and you guys should go see it, so no spoilers, you're welcome. At all? <clears throat> no, because, I mean, no big spoilers.
1: Okay. Alright, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty... Just uh, came out. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, I think everybody should see it. I was telling people my work, they should see it. It's definitely a movie you want to see in theaters. Totally. Uh, and totally. I would give it a. I'd give it an 8. Nice.
0: Yeah, I'd nice. give it an 8.
1: I don't think it's a 7. I feel like an 8, a solid 8 it would be pretty good. Nice. <laughs> a B? No, I know it's not a B. Yeah, but
0: you dare go there go. <laughs> Okay, so my opinion is before seeing it, I thought it was going to be like, okay... Um, I don't know who Sam Mendes was. The trailer kind of looked, eh. It's British one, so it's not as cool as American ones. Eh. Um, but going in afterwards, I was like, this movie is amazing. It's by far the best movie
1: I've seen this year, uh, meaning do 2019. Your, do you think it's your favorite movie of the year? Best movie Not my favorite. Of the year. I think it's the best. What would be you, your favorite movie of the year?
0: Primary Story.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well. Which,
0: again, I don't want to see it. I kind of want to see it, but then... See what? You married story, but then you mentioned it to me. I was like, I guess I'll watch it. Right? I thought you already watched it. I, no, I'm saying when I watched it, what got me to watch it. Oh. Meaning uh, I wasn't very
1: excited. Whatever. I told you about it. That's next podcast. Um, I got to get better at listening because uh, Jeremy and I will get done with podcasts a lot faster than we already are. <laughs> uh, I will rate it a 9.5. 9.5? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I don't what was know. The one? Wait, didn't you give Star Wars an 8.5? I did. So you like this better than Star Wars? I think it's a better movie than Star Wars. So if we're basing it off what's better. I than can movie? say I like it be better than Star Wars. It's fine. You don't need to change it. You already said it. Like, yeah, I appreciate it. No that. takebacks.
0: Um, I would definitely see it again. Um, I definitely want to see it again. I don't have to see in theaters because I did it, but I think it was just it's just it's, it's pretty crazy. intense. It is intense. intense. Yeah, yeah, intense. Yeah, camping. Got it. <laughs> so uh, the Kate, okay, here's a funny thing. So talking about the title, nineteen seventeen. I felt, I mean, it just because it took place in, I feel like if, it, if if there's a title of a year, you have to have something throughout that year. You can't just have it one day. So that is my little bone to pick, is that like 1917 sounds that. like a huge war kind of thing.
1: As in it's going to be covering a span of the year.
0: Exactly. Right. Like, like mm. if it said like April 6th, that would make
1: obviously more sense. I was kind of glad it didn't go over all that, though. I was kind of glad it was just pretty quick, like one day well I didn't really think about it but it was one day yeah all the whole movie's done in one day right or supposed to be in a span of one day yeah totally so you didn't you didn't like
0: it's not that I didn't like it I just think that was a kind of yeah it kind of annoyed
1: me a little bit Yeah, I guess it's always hard to see what title for people totally alright let's go to the actors All right, we got Dean Charles Chapman. He plays Thomas Baratheon in Game of Thrones.
0: He's one of the two main
1: guys. Yeah, he's one of the two main guys. He's the brother of Rob Stark, which I forgot his real name. We are
0: now waiting for Andrew to find a guy on his phone.
1: I was just thinking. I didn't even look up uh, Richard Madden. So he plays Rob Stark. He's also in Cinderella. But anyways, that's his older brother. So he's going to save the battalion of his older brother. Right. um, In this movie. And it's... Yeah. So there's him. And then the other guy is George McKay, which is Lance Corporal Schofield. Schofield. Yeah, he was in uh, Captain Fantastic. Which I love
0: that movie.
1: Yeah, that's one that we... That was the his old, big good one. That was his only big one, right? He was a main character in there? What was he doing in yeah. there? Yeah. He was... Yeah. Oh, also the Dean Charles Chapman also plays... Uh, he's Lance Corporal. He also plays Thomas in The King with uh, on Netflix with... Oh, my Timothy gosh! Chalamet. 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 Oh, my gosh,
0: that is him.
1: Yeah.
0: I freaking so, hated him. So glad like he died in that film.
1: Wait. Well... Gosh. Spoiler What?
0: Okay, we had a review of, like, what, did we did a month ago? Oh, we did it a while ago. Yeah, one. we did so, We've got all this spoiling
1: out. And then there's Colin Firth is a general that sends them out. Benedict Cumberbatch is the guy that he they have a, to go to. He has a one minute cameo. And then uh, there's one guy in there, his name is Mark Strong. It's a bald Mark Strong is a bald guy that's in a lot of it plays a villain in Kingsman. And he's also a villain in Shazam. So I, I I I noticed him, so
0: Yeah, so it's basically just these two guys ninety nine percent of the time, and then you kinda just throughout their day you kind of they meet characters and stuff like that um yeah so as far as the performances I think they did great I think oh, yeah. you you make them kind of choose a favorite and then you you know you feel sorry for one of them and then you just feel sorry for the other one and then like you kind of just want them to succeed you want them to just finally like get the day over with because like the amounts, amount of pressure
1: well, the, it's crazy the Lance Corporal um Schofield, which is the friend that of the brother, Dean that you know, it doesn't say his name on here. We're
0: well, just gonna call him A and B.
1: Lance Corporal Blake. So Blake is Blake in the Schofield. Blake at Schofield. So Blake has the brother. Is is has the brother, which is Rob Stark. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, whatever his name is, Richard Mannen. Um That he's going to see, and he picks Lance Corporal Schofield to. That they're sleeping in like by the tree and he right. picks them and he thinks he's picking him for like going the front line for food or doing something, something like better but then they find out that it's to do this mission. <laughs> That's like and pretty then much in your death. Blake like blindly tunnel vision goes is going to save his brother, not thinking of the consequences of what they could possibly die. But they said that the Germans retreated. Right. So they don't know whether they did or not so they're going out on this journey on a whim
0: retreated
1: the Germans retreated yeah, yeah. Uh, thinking that they would be able to easily get to the brother which they're realizing it's a not it's easy but not as easy right. as they thought and there's a lot of plot twists and things that happen in between that but the director if I can get a the director sure yeah oh the best scene we can get it that after yeah before uh, the director is San Mendes And he um, also did Skyfall and
0: Skyrunner,
1: I guess Skyrunner, Spectre too. So he did some of the James Bond Bond films with Daniel Craig. Um, And he also got nominated as best director for At the Golden Globes. For this movie. For this movie specifically. So I think he did a pretty good job. It was shot very nicely it was there was really long takes which jeremy's gonna get into that a little bit in a minute mm-hmm. and there's some music incorporated not music i don't know it's just very there's very some epic. good music there's some good music it's very We you get part. into it uh very epic scenes and i feel like there was so much raw emotion and a lot of um fear like in these actors eyes for being in the war yeah. and wanting and just being you're like... You're with them. You're the very deer much in the with headlights. Them. and it, I, I don't know if they've done any POV shots, point of view, but I feel like it's a very point of view movie where you're with them, and you're... Totally. You're scared what they are. So I think the actors did a good job. The director did deserve that award, yeah. and Jeremy's getting into the, the long shot a little bit.
0: So basically, the essence of the movie, it's supposed to be a one-shot um, film. So when... Um, uh, Sam Mendes when he gave out his screenplay to the actors and to his his main people um they kind of thought it was kind of a joke that it was was supposed to be a one-shot kind of thing um turns out when they started reading through the script they realized oh my gosh this is every moment of like a day there's no room for a cut there's no room for this they started oh my gosh how the heck are we gonna do this so roger deacon was the main cinematographer who's apparently this like epic guy um, uh, he's been working, He's been working on like a lot of films. and He's kind of known to be like the best kind of guy for that kind of job. Um, so.
1: Oh, he he did he the was, new Blade Runner. Yeah, he
0: got a. I think he wants me for that one too.
1: And he did Skyfall, so they worked together before.
0: Scar- so he's known. To, yeah, he did Scar- I freaking love Scario. So like, he's like, and both those movies, all those movies are shot amazing.
1: Oh yeah, he did win 2018 for Blade Runner. Boom! Nice.
0: So. And then the actors, the way they kind of grasped it was, um, it was a funny thing he said, the the kid who plays Schofield, he was saying that when he says action, it it more so meant like exist. Because the shot, the takes were so long that it was more theatrical. It wasn't like you do a two minute scene. It was like you go from A point to B point, which is like a quarter of a mile long. Like these takes were just enormously orchestrated and choreographed and they're just physically grueling and they're just long so you're emotionally you're in the character it feels
1: weird for the viewer too I'm it not, is you it gives me such maybe... long shots because they're used to all the, the cuts that are right. supposed to happen so when they do these long shots I like it because it's new totally And but I also like it because it's giving you more of a point of view versus a cut to here cut to here cut to here yeah Um. so you like the long shot
0: I loved it it made me so anxious that opening sequence because I was like where the heck is gonna go... And if you think about it... It starts off at the tree. Right? Throughout the tree. And it oh. ends... With them like... Going out... To... Like for the battle. And you think about... All that happened... All the dialogue... All the freaking violence... Everything that happened... Between those two points... That was all one take. The kid who plays... Blake... He said that the longest take... They did was nine minutes. Which if you think about it... Is a super long time. And since they're... The camera people in the trenches it and out of the trenches it wasn't all shot
1: in one take you're saying Correct. it was it was shot in longer takes
0: yeah it was shot in longer takes but it's called a one shot film because storyline there's no gaps in between except when like someone passes out Well, oh, as in
1: like we don't skip to here exactly and then back or we like, are in present tense and, at, exactly, exactly the oh, okay. it's
0: the moment it starts and the moment it ends it's seamless it's present tense basically but uh, the thing is, I I love that. Um, so the, that's why I thought it was so good. Is that like these actors were saying like when they say action, it just means exist, and when they, it felt weird when they when they called cut because they were just these characters. They couldn't break character every two minutes, mm. like a normal set does. Like they were in it, so I thought that was crazy. And when you see it, it like must knowing have been
1: that, hard to do, but once totally. they're probably done with it, as actors and actresses, they're probably like or actors mostly men. Yeah, they're probably like. Wow, I really did that. I want to like, see it's like it again going for like a long hike in a way.
0: Totally, I want to see it again just so I can have that in my mind now. Of like, how the heck did they went through
1: all this crap
0: and I'll, their I'll character... I want to see it
1: again just to pay attention, to more attention to the long takes. So. I, mean, I,
0: mean, I mean, consider this: so that first opening sequence, they literally like both of their character arcs expand so much from the first scene to when they get into battle, like. Right, they're just like, hey, well, we're gonna go talk to someone, and then they meet people, and then they tell jokes, and they, well, they get this crazy news.
1: More of the war because I think both of them, well, Schofield has been in war. I think has been in some type of battle, yeah, and he's, the, the yeah. other guy, which is Blake, the younger, I, he seems like he's the younger one. Right, he hasn't been anything, so all these things they're experiencing is more new to Blake, but not new to Schofield. Right, yeah. So but you're saying like they're they're experiencing it all. There's oh, just so and, much, and that as happens. they experience it, they're they they getting older because when you experience tragedy, you kind of notice that you you grow up pretty fast, right? All right, so I'm gonna do music real quick. All so right, hit him with the music, Jeremy. I
0: will. Don't you worry about that. So <laughs> Thomas Newman is the uh, composer. He's an American composer. Heck yeah. Um, we got a Hans is my favorite, and he's he's not German. German. Yeah. I he might be German. I don't know. Some type of European country. Something like that. Um. So, Thomas Neyman, he's known for Finding Email, which uh, which is my favorite Disney movie of all time. Really? Mostly because of the music. And oh. the humor is amazing. Um, he does WALL-E, Skyfall, blah, blah, blah. So, for this movie, there's some things that I didn't like. Um, There's no theme, which you know I don't like. Um, However, there are beautiful, cinematic, marvelous-looking scenes and emotional scenes That the music completely just like amps up. So there's two moments in particular. Um, One is later in the movie when there's an outlook. The the camera kind of goes out the window and it's nighttime. And you see these flares kind of go up in the nighttime. And it kind of shows these really cool shadows and stuff like that. And the camera pans from like the second story to the floor on the ground outside. And the way the light like... Cast these beautiful shadows with the music. It's like it is. It was like it hit me so hard. Of like, I was like, this is just an amazing cinematic moment. I love that. And then the second one we'll go into my best scene, which will be a spoiler, which we'll save for a little bit. So there wasn't a lot of music, which I loved, but there was enough music to give tension to kind of get you back into. Okay, we're we're done with emotions. Let's
1: go back into the. the A lot of it goes into uh, the soft music for like the emotional bits and then when they're starting to move again then you get the like right take off and then yeah which is which would really get the music really change your emotion to crying to okay let's go like we totally have to, we have
0: to get there it's, it's part music. music it can be a great transition that's the thing is that's that,
1: what it is it's a big transition actually can, in this movie
0: totally it can be the main character it can be support lead and it can kind of go in between those things so it, it really does play all three there's in-your-face music moments. There's transition moments. There's I'm-going-to-make-you-sit-on-the-end-of-your-seat moments. And pretty much everything in between. So I give an A for music. Um, I was very proud. But yes. I would have loved a melody. Okay, so now we're going to go into best scenes slash ending. Because they're combined, or the reason why they're combined, is because we are now going to do spoilers. So please go see this movie. Come back after. And like finish the rest of this podcast spoiler alert exactly because there's alert. definitely a big spoiler in there yeah you've been warned
1: andrew give us your best scene Um, uh, so my best scene would be when he finally uh who's feel finally yeah. arrives at the destinations Devins, first Devons, whatever yeah and there's that guy singing and they do that long yeah. take i really like that scene and then that's he, cool finally able to relax after going over a bunch of bodies that are in the water yeah to get up to the and falling being chased he's a very lucky guy and very fast because no one shot him he didn't die he went over the river he survived and he got there and he was crying a bit but I think he was the music was a a nice kind of serenity and peace for him to relax um that's
0: interesting I I didn't I couldn't tell if he was crying because he thought he missed the deadline or Uh, if he was relieved. I thought
1: he was more so crying because of what he experienced versus him not being able to make it there. But then again, he might might have been crying because he didn't make it there. I don't know. Just a lot to experience almost. What were we to say? Leaving his French possible wife behind dude be,
0: oh my gosh like, don't go.
1: he's like i gotta go i don't know how to say it in french bye that was tough and the whole thing where he like the tense moment where he gosh. chokes out the the german kid yeah and then the guy I comes by and the he other pushes guy thing. huh i
0: thought that the other guy was on top
1: That's the drunk I, one yeah oh no i, I was like how I, the I, the it was the he saw the kid and then the, no no, no. Oh, As
0: man, i thought the kid was on top when he was strangling him Oh I yeah, thought it was so was you losing. Tell. Maybe they didn't tell. I, uh, yeah, I, like, I thought, I thought
1: actually well, the first time when I saw it, I thought he was losing. Okay, I thought the kid was beating him, but I guess maybe he got over. there's a big willpower when you when you're trying to survive or trying to have a goal in mind, you know. So especially you, you at can, that point. Yeah. You know, and he's running, running. And he gets there, and then it goes through the trees. They do a long shot between the trees, and the guy's singing about going home to his mother and his father, yeah. and then. I would have thought was cool is the long take goes all the way up until where the guy is singing and are kind of around and then back yeah to Schofield and then him laying on his head on the tree so I thought that was a really cool scene with yeah. the music wasn't it music it was somebody's scene right which I don't know if it would be necessarily music but that was my favorite scene I thought that was, nice. there was a lot of emotion there was a lot of peace uh it was a very interesting scene scene and shot well so what was your favorite scene totally
0: um, my favorite scene was when um, Blake first dies, or when not first dies. He, he dies. The first he time dies he twice. First time he dies, and then the, the 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 battalion comes by and kind of picks up Schofield as he's just like in a daze and in a trance, you know, just heartbroken.
1: Which those people could have got there like five ten minutes before, and they crazy? could have saved his life. Isn't that so crazy? And I was like, why didn't he just corrode the wound?
0: Well, I was like, how can he do? He could hear have it?
1: corroded the wound with the fire but if it went too deep it wouldn't matter okay yeah if it hit an artery or something i'm not like i'm a doctor but i was saying <laughs> i was like why don't we just crow well you the are, so with the fire good. and he looked back at the fire but you know i guess if it was too deep then there's no point maybe maybe, was, maybe just in so, shock
0: you know maybe who knows not really
1: think about it or maybe yeah. they didn't maybe do was thinking back about then. i don't know maybe, maybe um but you said, would know your so. favorite huh so you would know uh, okay. um
0: so basically, he gets picked up by these guys, and it was such a beautiful moment, because he's in a trance, he's getting being helped out, and then he gets in the back, he's crammed up with these guys who are telling this really, like, just lame, this funny story where they're using these impersonations of these weird voices, and they're these young chipper guys, you know, in their British accents, and it was just crazy, because this beautiful piano medley medley kind of thing oh, really? starts playing.
1: I didn't hear that.
0: And you just see the voices kind of fade into the background a little bit. Um, but they just... They're joking and they're doing their dumb voices. And Schofield is just zoned out. Just like heartbroken. He's kind of tearing up. And it was a long scene. It was like a good like minute of just this beautiful piano thing. Are
1: you talking you about could, the whole part where they're telling the story about the guy in the front? Yeah. There, I didn't even notice there was a piano going on. Yeah, it
0: was... I loved it. It was beautiful. And the, yeah, it was just this like... They're they're being dumb as he just went through this and he's reflecting on this horrible thing as they're being funny and joking around him with the piano. So it was just this, I just love that contrast of those emotions in like this one car. I thought it was amazing. That was my...
1: I thought it was an interesting scene and and the fact that they're like, what's wrong with you? And he's not saying anything. Right. He could go in the car and be like, oh man, my friend died and I need to really get here. But he doesn't say anything. And well, he's that, just kind of makes the scene better. In a totally. Way where he's not expressing his emotions. But the, but when he, they got stuck in the mud and he keeps pushing, he's like, come on, I gotta go. I gotta right. go. And he has such, he's, he's sad. I don't know what the emotion is, but he's sad, but he's he's desperate. Right. And he needs them to help him. And they're like, oh shit. The guy got to help this guy. Yeah. He, he, he sounds like he really needs our help in right. to get here. So then they help him and he goes and they Give him some alcohol and they said, take it with you and...
0: No, no, no. He hands it back.
1: Oh, he does hand mm-hmm. it back? Okay. Uh, so they're trying to help him but I didn't notice the music in the background. So It was
0: amazing. It was beautiful. It was kind of subtle but it was awesome. Alright, so that's it as far as the best scene. So the ending, let's go over the ending. So basically... Her epic ending. Exactly. Which ties into your best scene. So... Schofield makes it back. He talks to the brother of his deceased best friend. That's an emotional scene. Um, And then.
1: Were we going to go from the trees to what he does?
0: Okay, so, well, it's going to take
1: a while. That's not. I mean, he's in the trees. He finds out that they're the Devons, that they're a a later wave in the first and second wave. They're the third wave. Right. he He has to go to the lieutenant. Who's Benedict Cumberbatch. The battlefront, yeah. And at the very middle of the battlefront and he runs through and ends up going on the battlefield and running through the battlefield as a wave of soldiers are going out and he's getting hit he's hitting some of them as he's going.
0: And those are mistakes. I don't know if you saw that video. Oh really? Yeah, those are mistakes. He wasn't supposed to run into those people. Oh really? Yeah, but he just got up, kept going, and.
1: Well, I was just thinking about it. I mean, realistically, if you're going across the battlefield, you're gonna run into some
0: people. To- totally, especially when they're all launching oh, at the same time. That's interesting. I didn't
1: know it was a Looked good I mean, though. It was it did cool. Did look good at the fact that he kept going, and then I noticed the people that did fall, they stayed, they didn't move. Maybe that's why, because. It yeah, was that was interesting to too. I was surprised they didn't get back and keep running. But maybe because like he said it wasn't supposed to happen.
0: Well no fun fact about that same scene. Hmm. The there's these two guys, there's these um background actors, um, who were paid as background actors. So when when Schofield first gets out of the trench to make that huge epic run, um the act the background actors were holding the camera crane, coming so it's hard for you guys listening. There's a trench the camera starts off on a crane in the trench, follows him up out of the trench. So now we're out of the trench. From there, the crane with the camera stops. The background actors take the camera off of the crane to put it on the vehicle crane. Or the vehicle mount. So now we're transitioning from crane camera to now vehicle camera. So that way they can, they can just do these huge long shots. So That's what they were doing a lot. Um, and so these background actors were actually hold, tra- carrying the camera from the crane to the vehicle mount and so that way they can go around the vehicle, out of the shot and then go on camera to run out with everyone
1: else. So they're basically doing uh,
0: the a... Well, the they camera. were cameramen for like three seconds taking it off the... the um, cool. Yeah, and then they went on ran on stage when everyone started running. But I, I think Roger Deakins said that they got paid as background actors. They, they didn't get like anything extra. Yeah. Something like that. They, they wouldn't get a
1: camera assistant right something um, like that so, I thought that was cool though that is that is cool you know little fame. um in their new experience and they could talk about that but yeah that scene I would I would it was a bit Jeremy's bedtime I guess not even close uh that scene was pretty epic uh, it would have been my favorite scene if not for the one where the there's a a person singing in the middle yeah. and then all the soldiers are getting ready to go out to war so anyways, he's going through the trenches, and then he runs over, and then he finally gets to Benedict Cumberbatch and tells him, hey, you need to stop this. And he's like, shut up, kid. Yeah. you know, we we have them. What is it? It's,
0: yeah, we have them surrounded, or we have them, whatever. We have them on the run, or something yeah, like that. Same.
1: And he's like, no, read just let her, and then finally... Um, he saves some people when he looks for... Well, he ends up saving... I'm assuming a lot of people. A lot of people. If people, only yeah. one wave went. Because, because some of them came hundred. back. I didn't notice that this until the second time that a lot of them... A lot of the casualties were ones that were treating back because of the call to come mm-hmm. back. And then eventually he goes to the casualty area with everybody that's wounded and finds his friend, Blake's brother, and tells him what happened and tells him he was a good man. Then he wants to write to the mom. And... He walks to the tree, which is you mentioned the tree thing. It started a tree, and ended at a tree.
0: I love that. I mean, I, I didn't, didn't really realize that. that. Right. Oh, you didn't?
1: Okay, I didn't realize that until you kind of mentioned a tree thing. We yeah. saw it twice. So yeah, cheated. he goes to the tree and then he opens the thing, and then I noticed the second time he tells the French girl that he doesn't say he has kids to her. He doesn't tell her he has kids. He doesn't say he didn't respond, and then finally, when he opens up his pictures, his wife's like, "Come back to me." and there's two girls or he has one girl at oh family.
0: i thought that was like his mom
1: i think one picture oh, wow. is actually his wife i this is what i'm assuming one picture is his wife and the other picture is his daughter so he does or a daughter daughter and his wife wow so he does have a daughter so the fact that the french lady saved a baby that was a girl right he he was like giving her everything because he has his own kids oh wow so and he was saying too. Cool. i didn't really understand this but he said something like he sold his Medal of Honor because oh. I didn't understand that for a bottle of wine, but he said it's it's hard to go back or it's best not to go back or something like that. Yeah, well, he just does not really buy into the whole decoration kind of thing. Yeah, and and also he's like, in a lot of the war, Benedict Cumberbatch was saying too is like, well, we don't go today, but we'll go tomorrow. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, they don't, we're saving people today, but there's still going to be people that die tomorrow because sure. he said the only way people are going to, how the only way this is going to and if it's the last man standing. Right. So he goes to the tree, and it's uh, that's actually another scene I really like. Dude, I love and that they scene. They follow him to the tree, and he finally is able to rest. The music
0: was great. The angle was great. It's just this the epic, The tree life. was great.
1: Beautiful <laughs> tree. <laughs> Beautiful tree. <laughs> and then he's finally able to rest. made me feel something. Because he didn't want to do this, right. he didn't want to do this. He was telling the guy, and then his friend was like, "I can go back." Yeah. So the fact that he, his friend died, and he moved forward. We were skipping
0: around a lot, so now it's hard
1: to understand. I know. He could have. He could. It could have been done differently. He could have. Yeah. Went back, and the other guy would have went. And well, the other
0: guy saved his life too. So he could have been dead. So. Yeah,
1: I didn't think about that till the second time I watched it. That he actually saved his life in the tunnels. Mm-hmm. So he owes him his life, and then yeah. Go see the movie. Yeah. It's definitely well, now awesome. it's full, so you probably already saw the movie. Go see it again. Go see it. Now
0: that you were listening go to this after it. you saw
1: it the first time. Watch it with friends. There you go. Good. but yeah, it's a good movie. Uh good story. Good story arc. Music was pretty spot on. So yeah, go see the 9. movie. 5, and uh I I wonder how it's gonna do because it's best picture of yeah. Oscars and so, his Marriage Story, You know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Parasite. Still, we still have to watch Parasite. We still you watch Parasite. Can't four stand versus Ferrari. Title movies, dude. I know, but the Korean guy said once you get over that, you like it. But Trying to
0: spend the whole time reading it. Can't even look at the screen. We've got to
1: watch Parasite. All right. And we have 4 vs. Ferrari. Good point. We do have to watch it.
0: All right. Follow us at Bull Beautiful Movie Talks. Comment. Blah, 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 blah,
1: blah, blah. And you know our spiel. And <laughs> Have a nice week. It we didn't say the see
0: it last podcast, Happy New Year. This is our happy second podcast of this the year. Is
1: Star Wars and a war movie is our first one. Star Wars was kick it off with a some light. That's right. And uh not some dark. Hope you all had a nice New Year's and happy new year and setting goals and keeping your goals. <laughs> and uh just not for the first month. <laughs> yeah, Mind we're trying not. to our resolution
0: which is a pretty good good resolu- resolution trying to do this, trying to release a podcast once a week.
1: Okay. Like Jeremy's creating a resolution for me. All right, we (laughs) we can take like spring break off, or we can you know we can blah blah blah. Yeah, we go party. Yeah, spring break. And then do the podcast.
0: (laughs) All right, hit him with the dagger, son. All right, ta ta for now. Ta ta for now.